previously on SCP Play. He is gonna throw the lance. You hit him in the chest, lightning streaks out something short circuits. It is a more detailed version of the premonition that you saw earlier. People were not harmed by weapons. Something that looked like a black icor corrupted them. Abel, one of his arms, turned to dust. Thanks for the fight. And he completely disappears. You see a car pulling up. A large white van out steps Dr. Elaine Miller. Mom! Miles, sweetie. Out of the passenger side steps Mr. Clark, your your caretaker. A third person steps out Lucas Butler. I think one of them might not be Lucas. Please, Please, trust trust me. me. In a huge cubic chamber, we see a massive metal sphere. The sphere at the very middle of the structure. Here the corrupt being lies patiently. A rift appears. A wide, rotten, toothy grin spreads across the face of the old man. Zoom audio recording. Just how it goes for interns in the SCP Foundation, I guess. Speaking of, better make sure Dr. Miller has had enough coffee. I'll finish this up after dinner. Signing off. Wait, who the hell are you? And why do you look like me? End audio recording. Um, returning to everyone's, uh most beloved character deputy hopper is still is he passed out or is he just chilling what's he, he fell doing? asleep he was he in a chair and he fell asleep yeah okay sick <laughs> so wait did did we end up uh leveling up next episode or last episode or are we doing that now yeah so you do gain some experience and i was about to pull that up um i completely forgot to do that but yes uh you should be getting some experience let me go into the player's handbook so once you complete a adventure or you you defeat the threat that you had um there's a set of criteria for gaining experience from it so let me find that real quick because i haven't failed a roll yet so yeah, I, need some I don't experience. know that any of us have i was trying yeah, to think about that earlier i think day. i did yeah jordan is the only one that has jordan failed. did because she hit lucas with her car Oh, yeah. That, oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the, nice. one. the only one. Lucas, question mark? Uh, yeah, question mark, Lucas. Good point. She didn't hit Lucas with her car at all. I knew that from the start. I don't know. I still think that other guy was the real Lucas. This kid I've never met seems like an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so end of session experience at the end of each session the keeper will ask the following questions did we conclude the current mystery yes i would say so you defeated abel here so i would call that a a conclusion but i mean we we know that we didn't finish him off though right like that's my concern like we like he we defeat him now but we know that he's not gone forever we saw yeah, your I mean, killing people puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> He's still going to like exist, but I feel like you've solved the immediate threat. We've contained him. Okay. He has been contained, yeah. which 
is part of the show. We've secured him, we've contained him, and we've protected him. We kicked his ass pretty good. You, you guys really did. <laughs> um, so did we save someone from certain death or worse? Um, you could argue that you did for the sheriff, maybe for Chester or the deputy. That one's a little on the edge. Let's go to the next one. Did we learn something new and important about the world? I, absolutely, yeah, yes. I yeah. think so. <laughs> These freaking goons are out there. <laughs> didn't know that before yeah uh did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters i would i would say that each of you has <laughs> yes. learned a whole yeah. lot about each other yeah so uh if you get three or four of these questions each hunter marks two and i would say you've definitely got three maybe four anyway so each of you marks two experience great at this rate i'll never have to fail a roll two-fifths <laughs> of the way there yeah, if, if we keep cranking through these uh, mysteries every three episodes, then it, you'll gain experience pretty quick. But um, I don't anticipate the next one being as Yeah, I don't imagine quick. that will happen. Yeah. So just so that you're aware, this was a bit of an unorthodox monster of the week situation. Uh, how monster of the week is supposed to work is you're supposed to investigate the monster over a longer period of time. Um, and the Adventure Zone, when they did Amnesty, they did a really good job of outlining that. But we're not going to be doing quite like that for Abel, obviously, because you killed him on episode three and we're just like done with him. So it's not a, a bad thing at all. It's just it's not necessarily going to always follow that formula. And I, I think it, uh, I, I like the way it turned out, and I like the way that we are now transitioning into this uh, not necessarily bigger threat, but a separate threat, we'll call it. Cool. Okay. So if you want to go ahead and pick it up from where we left off, um, Benji, you would have had just read the note that. Lucas, uh, quote-unquote Lucas, had left for you all. And now you have the uh, alleged real Lucas, Dr. Miller, and uh, Miles's keeper, uh, Mr. Clark, have joined you in the sheriff's station as well. Um, were they in the room before when I was reading it, or did they come in after I read it? Um, I, I think you all moved in at the same time. Okay. When I when I asked you about it, you said you were basically just reading it immediately, so other people would see that you had it. I'm just going to assume that you you share what uh, was on there. Right, Otherwise, okay. everyone's going to question you about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm okay with trying to role play her, convincing people not to read it. Uh, it's my grocery list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, I read it out loud. Um, yeah, I, I would say you read so it out loud. So, yeah, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to convince anybody, like, oh, there's nothing on here. I was just thinking out loud. <laughs> S sincerely, George Washington. Oh, that's weird <laughs> that I just Crazy. found that there. Hmm. Crazy. How'd that All right. There? So I think we can, um, at this point, I think that uh, Dr. Miller is going to, say that like hey let's move this into the sheriff's office um i think you leave both chester and the deputy uh resting where they are just so that i don't have to do extra character voices jk just letting them rest off their injuries um and you move into the office space 
Mr. Clark uh, would start assisting both Ned and Agnes in wrapping up their wounds. Um, and I think that he probably would have brought along a, a additional medical kit. And he's able to uh, patch you up pretty well. I'm going to say that uh, by the end of this, you both will have recovered uh, from two of the harm you experienced. Uh, so Agnes, you're still going to have one ticked off. Okay. Point of order, um, is Anya still in her sort of feathered form? No. Uh, she, yeah, yeah, at the end of the fight, uh, Anya, uh, Jordan, you said that she yeah. would have been transitioning out of it. Right. So mm-hmm. did any of the SCP agents see her transformed is, I guess, my main concern? Uh, no, they would not have. Uh, they okay. drove up afterward. Gotcha. Okay, thanks. Uh, okay, so you said we're moving into the sheriff's office? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that there's a realistic way that um, Dr. Miller's going to, like, tell you everything that's going on. So I may make you try to roll to uh, investigate a mystery or manipulate someone, uh, depending on how you want to play it. Uh, whichever way you decide to describe it, I'll, I'll let you play that way. Um, and I'll, I'll let it be one person who makes the role and each of you can, can contribute to it. Okay. <clears throat> let me take a drink of my beer and uh, clear my throat real quick. Me too, thanks. And clear your head with the alcohol. That too. <laughs> okay. So um, I would like to commend all of you for your good work on Abel. Um, but I am going to need back... Both of the items that he took from me, if you don't mind. I need the bell, if you have it, and uh, was it Benji? I need that lance that you have as well. Um, Mom, he did a really good job. I think maybe we we should trust trust him, and I mean, maybe Miles, sweetie, he can he's... help us. These Both of these things are mine. I do trust you. Uh, you did an excellent job, but literally both of these items do belong to me. Uh, okay, but you always taught me to share. Uh, he shared his skateboard with me. Look at this skateboard. Uh, n- no, uh, she's right. I shouldn't have this. And uh, he hands it back to her. Thank you. I appreciate it. And did you happen to retrieve a bell as well? Uh, not, I don't, I don't have it. I don't know. I, he just kind of mutters over his words. Uh, okay. Who has it? She just kind of looks from each, from one to the other, just like trying to figure out who, who has it. Miles is staring at his toes. Actually, though, do I have it? I can actually. You do yeah. have it. You okay, do. I do have it. Well, <laughs> in that case, well, I am overcome by greed, so I don't think I'm going to uh, offer it up. Uh, that's a good that's point. Fair. Yeah. Are you going to just let silence reign, or are you going to lie? <laughs> I'm going to stick with silence for now. Hey, but, uh, lady, you say that you, you own these things, right? These are yours? Uh, yes, I work for the SCP Foundation, and each of these items, well, technically the bell has its own SCP designation, but uh, the lance is... Mm, 
I'd rather not go into that. Yeah, you see Ned has uh, taken from his backpack a small notebook. He's, like, flipping through pages with a pen in his hand. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was gonna ask you some questions about this. This is, uh, this kind of weird stuff. There's some people that want to know about these things, you know? Uh, I think that from, from the corner, uh, I think, uh, Mr. Clark is patching up Anya still a lit, a little bit, and he's just kind of gonna mumble towards you, like, uh, hey, hey, kid, um, I really don't recommend you take notes right now. Uh, she's not going to be cool with that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Thank you, Mr. Clark. Uh, that, that'll do. Well, I really would like to get my bell back at some point. Um, I will find it from one of you at some point, because it's very obvious that one of you has it. But moving on, who are all of you and how uh, goodness this is an interesting situation is it not um well i guess to start i'm miles miller um uh, yes I miles you... uh, please lucas uh you said that the person who entered the room and knocked you out looked exactly like you did you not uh yeah Okay, then we can logically assume that the person that you have all been interacting with was the same one who locked, who knocked out our dear Lucas here. And what did he, this alleged Lucas, tell you about Abel? More in the broad sense. What was his purpose with our foundation? The story I remember is that he basically was kept under lock by the SCP and escaped and basically wanted revenge, I think is the whole spiel that he gave us. That is mostly true. Uh, Ned has picked back up his notebook. He's flipping uh, f uh, back in it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I took some uh, notes on this earlier. Hey, I can, I can cut that out, but he's uh, looking for a... Dr. Bright or uh, Dr. Gears? That's who he was looking for. Yes. He was seeking a battle of sorts. Um, oh, well, we gave him that. Should we not have given him that? No. You I thought did we were doing the right thing. You did really great, sweetie. Oh, thanks, Mom. She gives you a little kiss on the forehead. <laughs> uh, Miles blushes. Uh, <laughs> Mom, my new friends. Yes, I know. But... Um, Here's the thing. Let's try this. Lucas, what does Site 44 do at the moment? Um, it, it's meant to contain, uh, come on, you, you can do it. You can do it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, um, sorry. Uh, it, its purpose is to contain, um, SCPs that are harder to contain than others, right? Yes, and which one? Um, a Abel? Yeah, no, it's not. So, the purpose of Abel was to serve as a buffer between the surface and our containment level. And something decided to let him out. Uh, we had a very loose agreement with Abel that uh, if he helped us in securing 
this SCP, then uh, we would allow him some more freedoms. And I think he started getting a little impatient after about uh, 300 or so days, almost a year. And he really wanted to have a fight at that point. Um, so my suspicion is whoever decided to copy our dear Lucas here also managed to copy his understanding of our situation. He is a very interesting creature. If you have any further interactions with him, I would very much like to know it. But at the moment, uh, we have very little defending us from uh, the real thing we're trying to contain. So I really need that bell back, if you don't mind. Can I uh, act under pressure to resist my pure drive? Yes. Is that just... Is that plus anything? Plus cool. Uh, minus one for cool. Right, on you. okay. So that's eight total. Mm, so it's a mixed success. Um, I might be able to offer a sort of mixed success on this. If okay. I if Miles were to point out to Dr. Miller, just like kind of guiltily, who has it, would that be sort of... Yeah, that works. Okay. Um. Miles is going to sort of tug on his mom's pant leg, and uh, if she looks down at him, just sort of, like, look at Agnes and look back at her, and then look at Agnes and then look back at his mom, and then wink really obviously. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you for being very subtle, Miles. Oh, um, Agnes, would you please give me the bell? Oh, yeah, uh, sorry about that, uh force of habit it's okay i hand over the bell yeah she grabs it from you and uh maybe to your surprise she immediately pulls it out and rings it and uh from around the corner of the office door of the sheriff's office comes walking uh mr deeds he's got a uh silver platter uh with a little lid over the top in hand and he just says yes mom and immediately Dr. Miller reacts, okay, what the hell, Mr. Deeds? Why did you bring Miles to whatever the hell that weird Lucas imposter was? Mm, well, ma'am, uh, you see, your instructions were to bring him to safety, so I brought him to the most powerful being within an appropriate range. Oh... Interesting. Okay, that's all, that, that's all, Mr. Deeds. You can go now. And uh, he poofs. Well, thank you for the bell. Um, now we need to figure out how to... Uh, it's tricky that Abel is not cooperating with us at the moment. That's a funny sort of way to say dead. Mm, well... He is somewhat dead. Well, point of order, Sheriff, did you press the panic button? The Sheriff has been silently standing in the corner the whole time. She just kind of like, yeah, I, I, I did. Just solemnly nods. Well, that's great. At least we'll be getting more reinforcements in at the moment. Um, hmm. 
I'm never going to hear the end of this from Bright, am I? <sighs> this is fine. Well, there should be uh, more Foundation personnel coming in shortly. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I sort of need all of you to come with me back to the site in order to uh, properly question you and ensure that you don't let any of this information get out. Can I bring my skateboard? Yes, of course, sweetie. Oh, uh, great. Uh, ex excuse me, uh, Dr. Miller. Uh, I'm sorry. What? What's about to happen? I. It sounds like, coming from you, that something is about to get out of somewhere that it shouldn't. So what are the steps that are going to be taken to prevent that from happening? What do you mean? Uh, okay, so Abel was more of just a failsafe. Um, there's right, but there's something bigger, right? That's... Yeah. And it I sounds mean, like that that is a looming threat. He's pretty securely in there. I... He's been kept in there without fail for like the past 300 days. I don't see him actually getting out. It was more just nice to have a safety cushion. Well, how do we know that Abel isn't going to head that way now? How does uh, how do we know if he's not going to turn on your back right now? Uh, well, Abel uh, is dead at the moment. It takes him a couple days to ever respawn. And uh, during that time, we'll uh, probably reprimand him and most likely move his containment to somewhere else. So just a slap in the wrist and that's it? Well, I don't think you should be judging too hard of how we run our organization that you just found out about um, in the past, Libby Chick. Three hours? Two, even? Look, we run a very tight ship around here, and uh, what we do is effective. We have our means of keeping these things contained. We've been doing it for a very long time. Well, and these honestly are some of the less harmful things that we have to deal with in our lives, but enough of that. I've already told you too much, but I guess it's not going to matter too much. Well, I'm sorry, Doctor, but I don't really believe you. I, I, I have this feeling that something terrible is about to happen, and I'm, I don't I don't think you're doing enough to help stop that. Uh, Dr. Miller uh, is very good at reading people. And she recognizes that you're being very honest. And she, her, her face was sort of uh, in a, a sarcastic twinge for the entire conversation so far. And it switches to something more serious. And she just says, do you know something that I don't? Well, what do you know? Well, as far as I know, our special interest is going to be staying in containment the entire night. If you have some reason to believe that's not the case, then I think I may have reason to believe you. The Lucas imposter obviously had some sort of intention in bringing you all together here. You all stopped Abel. You all are fairly formidable, all things considered. Not many people could do what you all accomplished. Don't get me wrong, I am very impressed in everything that you all accomplished tonight. It's just very unorthodox. Miles is just 
beaming because she said he was impressive. Well, I, I think that, I don't know, you should take a double check or something. Uh, you know, another look around. Make sure that everything's going okay. You know, uh, Mr. Clark, could you call into the site? Um, there should be some of the personnel who have come to at this point who are walking around and have tried to lock down the facility more. Uh, see if the situation has changed any. And he said, all right, I'll uh, head off to the bathroom and uh, make a call then. Miles, like, holds his nose and makes, like, a stink, like, waving stink away from his face. And then, like, chuckles a little bit. Mr. Clark drops, drops some nasty ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so at this point, one of you, I want you to roll and investigate a mystery question. Or uh, an investigate a mystery check in order to see what all uh, Dr. Miller is willing to reveal to you further about the creature at this point i call that i'm the best at sharpness yeah i'm not so <laughs> i'm an <laughs> investigator me. i want to investigate things <laughs> i imagine ned's just like flipping through his notes and like like tearing pages out and putting them next to other pages and like yeah. ned... drawing lines between things <laughs> yeah, ned's been trying yarn. his best to clandestinely while everyone else is like talking he's kind of off in the darker corner of the office maybe just like scribbling stuff, you just hear it occasionally. Okay, so that is a five plus two is a seven. Okay. Damn it, still didn't fail a roll. <laughs> we don't want that, Daniel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have it pulled up. It's what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here yeah so you can you can ask one of these yes uh i vote if that was all of our role daniel should not ask the question because daniel's bad at knowing which question to ask uh i feel like it's uh an overwhelming what is being concealed here <laughs> i kind of agree <laughs> that sounds good to me <laughs> hmm i mean honestly i would think that that's what ned is interested in too so that's a good call because uh, we're pretty confident on what happened here and what sort of creature it is, what it can do, what can hurt it, where did it go, what was it going to... Yeah, we pretty much got all those covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would argue that you don't, but... Uh, well, for like, if you want for to do Abel. What is well, of course you know more than we do, Kenneth. No, Just... this isn't this this isn't for Abel. This is for... Yeah, yeah, um, I know it's for the next thing. But in mm -hmm. terms of things that we already know, we... Yeah, things that we, that think we that would we have know. justification for asking. Yes. <laughs> So uh, I'll, I'll want you to, like, do this question in character of some sort. Oh, sure. Uh, so yeah. Ned has... Um, let's see. So Ned, uh, who has been trying to covertly kind of write notes in his notebook and drawing lines, you hear occasional paper tearing very unsubtly, but Ned's trying his best. He, he sets down his notebook... And uh, and comes over and says, uh, Hey, uh, uh, Dr. Miller, I, I don't think you're being exactly honest here. Uh, what really are we dealing with? I feel that we have a right to know, us being the ones that took out this able guy. What's, what's really going on? Well, I suppose I do owe you 
some sort of explanation, and uh, you seem trustworthy enough. I hope we can keep this more discreet, but what exactly are you wanting to know about this evening's situation? Um, the majority of what I've been able to gather is some other force has been meddling in the SCP's actions this evening. I'm not exactly sure what this was, but it seems to be the Lucas individual that you all met. I'm not exactly sure what its capabilities would be, but it was able to shapeshift, at least. Um, right, we got this trickster here, and you said he picked up on Lucas's kind of ideas, what Lucas knew about what was going on. So he's yes. got to have a motive for all this. And if you say that Abel's only thing that's stopping this dangerous thing from getting out, then what's to say this trickster guy ain't looking at that? Well, well, Abel isn't the only thing that was keeping, um, I guess we can give it a name. It's SCP-106. Um, the only thing keeping 106 contained at the moment would be its holding cell, which uh, it has not managed to break out of in the past 300 days. Uh, our testing has been very successful. But it's entirely possible that it could be meddled with. Well, I don't get it. Why would this um, fake Lucas release Abel just to bring us together to get him back into containment? I mean, I guess Abel's down for the count as far as for a few days, but it seems like he could have let him just run loose and accomplish the same goal. That is an excellent question, Miles, and I have no idea. Miles is beaming. <laughs> this being's actions don't seem to have followed much logic, but maybe there is some part of the puzzle that I, or we rather, are missing. I think it will reveal itself in time, but at the moment, uh, ensuring that we have containment on... 106 is the main priority, because if it breaks out, um, Piedmont may not be as pleasant as it has been for all of you. 106 is sadistic, to say the least. Abel was a bit more tame in comparison. Um, he didn't actually kill any of my personnel as far as I know. He was more just fighting, and that will help him a bit in the end of his negotiations, but I am still, uh, to say the least, peeved with him. Um, yeah, me too. He kind of tried to... He tried to jump on me one time, but I shocked him with that big lightning stick he got. Yes, it was you did really a very cool. good job. He just kind of rolled off and then ran away because I was so scary. Yes, I'm sorry I was not able to subdue him for you, sweetie. Uh, 
I'm definitely capable of killing him, but I was more trying to ensure that uh, he would stick around so that we would have containment, which uh, in hindsight was a bad idea. I should have just ended him because he was very determined, but uh, here we are now. So where do we go from here? Well, uh, as protocol would have me take action, I feel like you should all probably come back to uh, site 44 with me in order for me to properly question all of you individually to make sure that I'm not missing anything here, because uh, there is a new phenomenon that has now presented itself to us, and I need to make sure that it does not continue to meddle in our affairs. But if you do have some very legitimate concern about what is going on with our uh, SCP-106. I will continue to look into it. Uh, once I hear back from Mr. Clark, I'll uh, take necessary precautions to ensure that uh, nothing further happens. And at this point, I think Mr. Clark does rush back into the room and is out of breath and just says, Ma'am, uh, I, I don't know uh, how, how it happened. Ah, oh, shit, he did break out. Fuck, okay. Huh. So, I was right. Yeah, interesting, Benji. I will be having a very long conversation with you about that later. Okay, um, hmm. What to do? Ah, oh, goddammit. Don't you have some sort of protocol for this sort of thing? Yeah, it is. To, I, I got it. She whips out her phone and, uh, presses, like, a, a, a hot dial that she's got on there. It rings. <laughs> you hear on the other side. It's like, yeah, uh, hey, Bright. Um, could could you come in? Yeah, one, 106. Yeah, 106 got out. Yes, Abel also got out. That's a whole... Okay, will you just... Can you just come here? Jack? Okay. Yeah. I'll see you soon. Bye. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll have reinforcements coming at least. Um, well, uh, keep your eye out for anything black and dripping in... Jet black ichor, uh, looks humanoid. Yeah, this is not good. Uh, I'm, I'm, wow, uh, did not expect him to break out. Uh, Benji's eyes just like, Benji's face just like goes white when she says that. Can the, uh, lightning lance whatever hurt that one? Um, so you know how Abel was very sturdy? Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, this thing's more sturdy and uh, regenerates, so you're not going to... This isn't going to be an able situation. You can't kill 106. Nobody can. We've we tried to kill 106. Well, okay. Well, uh, let's all go to the van now before uh, he finds his way over to us. Please go ahead and rush, rush out the door. Let's... Get to somewhere more secure. Miles hops on his skateboard and rolls out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of falls and trips and like picks it up and walks to the rest of the way. 
Gotta get my keys out of my car real quick. I just walk like a normal yeah. human being. <laughs> yeah, Ben does the same. His face is still, like, almost blank, but yeah. <laughs> now, uh, what Ned is going to do when he goes to grab the keys out of his car is he's also going to take the SD card out of his camera and he's going to leave it in the car. In the, in the center Ooh, console. Slick. Ned, as you go off alone to your car, I would like you to roll to act under pressure. All right. Where did my dice go? I turned the page. Here comes Daniel. You're going to fail Damn a roll. <laughs> no, I succeeded. <laughs> That's an 11. Okay. As you... Get into your vehicle. You immediately notice that something doesn't smell right. Oh, no. Your brother had this car before you, and he maybe stunk it up with his uh, weed or his vapes or whatever those young people are doing nowadays. Right, but asshole. That's not, that's not what had been soaked into the cushions of this car in the past. There's something else. It smells like a, a disgusting slurry of rust and oil and decay. And as you try to take out your SD card to place it into the center console, you lift up the lid of the center console and a hand begins reaching out of the center console. Oh. It is dripping with this black ichor that you feared existed oh, no. uh, that Dr. Miller had just described. What do you do? You uh, are able to escape it. I am able to escape it because I'm acting under pressure. I would... I slam the console down. And I sprint back inside, SD card in one hand, backpack in the other. Your backpack, by the way, is going off like crazy. <laughs> More urgent than you have ever heard in your entire life. Did it start just as soon as he opened the center console? Yep. Awesome. All right. So as I, I go back, I don't know if I like running to Miles, who's skateboarding around outside on the front, waiting for everyone else. <laughs> I think you do. Yeah. I don't think you run into him, but I think Miles sees you coming, and you're like 15 feet away, and he already thinks you're going to collide, and he falls off. <laughs> <laughs> and I run past the little nine-year-old boy and into where all the adults are. <laughs> uh, and you hear backpack, like, screaming as I'm holding an SD card. <laughs> Is there icker on me that got on me from slamming the thing shut? It did not get on you. It did not get on me. With okay. your with your act under pressure roll, it did it was not able to grab onto you. Gotcha. At all. A clean boy. And as I get in there, uh, my face is just a pure pale white, perhaps matching Benji's from a moment ago. As a, a uh, the, the fellas in there, he's uh, with uh, in the car, my car, down there. Uh. When Dr. Miller hears you say this, she uh, immediately, with a flick of the wrist, extends out the lightning lance uh, and makes her way over to the vehicle. 
Um, and when she gets there, she sees that there is a smoldering pile of your center console, but uh, there is no longer a hand there. And she rushes over to the van uh, and urges all of you to get in and just exhaustedly says, okay, yeah, that, um, that confirms it. And nowhere is safe now. I really hope Bright hurries up. And you start driving off towards Site 44. Hello everyone, it's your Keeper Kenneth. Time for a mid-roll. Hope you're hope you're excited for this one, because I I am. Welcome. Welcome to the mid-roll. First things first, big announcement thing going on. Dice giveaway uh happening on Twitter at the moment. We are giving away two D6 dice, which are the, the dice you need to have to play Monster of the Week and other uh powered by the apocalypse games, so if you're interested in that, go get get on there and get get in there if you haven't already. It's a chance to win free stuff, and everyone loves free stuff. It also helps us out a lot, so we'd appreciate it if you uh, would be willing to help us out here. So thank you, thank you. Giveaway is going until April 19th, so you have plenty of time to get in there if you haven't already. But uh, yeah, just I'll, I'll give out regular reminders until it's uh, finally up. Let's get an ad in here, why don't we? As always, thank you to Michael Winton for our music. Uh, he's music underscore Mike 99 on Instagram if you want to follow him. No new reviews on Apple Podcasts uh, at the moment. Uh, if you want to go on there and drop us a review, it helps out a lot. Or if you want to just tweet about us in general, like I'll definitely give you a shout out. It's, uh, it helps us out a lot and uh, appreciate any uh, help you can give to, to share around a little bit. I have nothing new at the moment. Uh, definitely everyone stay safe out there with the quarantining going on. Uh, share around some podcasts. It's a great way to spend your time while cooped up inside. Uh, tweet some other podcasts you enjoy at us and uh, good chance uh, I'll, I'll give one of them a listen because I'm addicted to podcasts at the moment. But I think I've had enough of this mid-roll, so let's get you right back into that sweet, sweet uh, episode of of the the new arc, the corruption arc. That's what this one is called. It's corruption. So, yeah, let's get you in there. Quick side question, Keeper mm-hmm. Ken. Did you... Is there a reason you chose uh, 44 for the, the site number? Because I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> yes. I uh, thought that our... ever since we first heard that mm-hmm. first recording. Right. Yeah, uh, there, there is a reason. Okay. All right, that's, that's all we know. Yeah. And it's part of, it's Jordan's part of the initial number. idea was because I know you love the number four, but Woo! it evolved past that. Yeah, there is a reason. Ooh, Are we going to get into numerology here? Four plus four is eight. Which is double four. (laughs) Um did the sheriff 
come with us in the van or st- stay behind at the sheriff's office? Or are we trying to, like, did they try uh, to no, evacuate? No, you, you huddled everyone who was in the sheriff's or in the police department into the vehicle. I, I, you roused Chester. Hell uh, yeah, Chester's Deputy, with Deputy us. Dewey. Yeah. So you, you all piled into the van. It's a, a large enough vehicle that it's able to fit all of you. Maybe not super comfortably, but you're all uh, you're all seated within the van. Also, you called him Deputy Dewey, not Deputy Hopper. Oh, did I say Deputy Dewey? Yeah. Oh, I've been listening to Amnesty again. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Deputy Hopper, not Deputy Dewey. I assume Chester's probably going to ha- have some questions. Or, like... Is he still out? What's his deal? Uh, he's he's awake now. He's just kind of sitting there. Okay. He's there. He's in shock. <laughs> no, he's not shocked. Like he seems pretty calm. Okay. Chester's part of the Illuminati. Hey, could you guys like stop succeeding on every role that you made? I'm really <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I want experience. <laughs> I want to punish you, but I can't. I have all these ideas for hard rolls, but not actual campaign things. <laughs> See, that doesn't sound like a, DM, a keeper who's a fan of his uh, player characters. <laughs> He's just out here to punish us. I got a four and a one on that uh, on that first roll for investigate a mystery, and I'm like, oh yeah, failing today plus two. Damn it. <laughs> so one. One interaction I, I do want to have here is while you're uh, riding in the van towards Site 44, um, Anyas, I think you maybe have noticed at this point, but uh, the Lucas, that the, the new Lucas, has uh, kind of been like giving you the, the side eye for a while. He's just kind of been closely observing you. Um, and you, you maybe would have noticed with your sharp, uh, basically eagle eyes, uh, that, that he has been looking kind of closely at you and maybe, uh, tried to get a seat next to you on the van as well. Um, and he just kind of leans over whenever there's like a, uh, an up point in the conversation of other, other people chatting in the vehicle and just says, uh, Hey, Anyas. Yes. Um, I hope you don't mind me asking, but are are you a a harpy? Yeah, you already asked that, or I guess the other you already asked that, but yeah, yeah, I'm half harpy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I um, I'm originally from Piedmont, and uh, I I ran into your people one time. Um, I noticed the the feathers in the hair and. I just kind of assumed it's actually how I got involved in the SCP Foundation, but really? interesting. Yeah, oh, I'll have to tell you more about it some other time when it's a little less of an intense situation. But um, without getting too into it, just thank you. Uh, for what? Um, don't worry about it. It. Forget I said anything. He just kind of awkwardly sits up straight and leans back away from you. Okay. Um, so then, uh, is there any other interactions you'd like to have in the, the vehicle now that we have a little bit of uh, a time to have more of a casual chat as you head towards the uh, the site? 
What was the time frame of concerned chirping from my backpack as we left? The time frame? So there was exceptionally concerned chirping as soon as I opened the center console, Mm -hmm. which continued into the place, and then we get in the van, and we're all there together. Is my backpack still chirping very loudly? No. No, your your backpack is not chirping at the moment. All right, great. So it, it wouldn't it have... quit whenever you uh, got a good distance away from your vehicle, and the the hand was no longer present right. in the the center console. Good. So it shouldn't have been an awkward conversation point. Just wanted to check up on that. Yeah. Uh, it it seems that against all odds, you have eluded anyone figuring out what's going on with your backpack. They just assume it's a crazy Dora the Explorer backpack. I mean, I do have some some crazy tech stuff. I got that camera mm-hmm. and a, a pen. Some pretty crazy stuff. All right. I think, um, just to note, I think Benji has probably been side-eyeing uh, Dr. Miller the same way that Lucas would have been to Agnes and uh, has, like, tried very hard to avoid eye contact, like, any eye contact with her. Because uh, I don't think he's excited to to talk to her at all. Mm, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles is gonna lean over to Ned and be like, "Um, hey Ned, uh, I know you were being sneaky about taking your car. Is your mom gonna be mad that it, you uh, a hole is melted through it now?" Oh yeah, she's uh, she's also not gonna be too happy when the car ain't there in the morning. Uh, I got uh, curfews, but. She don't. She don't care too much. I'm sure we could get um, one of the agents to bring the car back or something. Um, I mean, I don't want you to get in trouble, especially because you helped us out so much. That'd but, be real great. You're a you're a good kid, Miles. I mean, Mr. Clark doesn't really do anything around here, so he could probably go do it. <laughs> <laughs> I assume Miles is sitting next to Mr. Clark. No, Mr. Clark is driving. Oh, okay. <laughs> sitting he's sitting directly behind the driver's seat then yeah he's actively <laughs> doing something at the moment like literally driving the wall okay i'm sorry he doesn't do anything and then whispers to ned but puts his hand on the wrong side of his mouth to like cover his whisper and says important and then chuckles a little bit and then very like kind of kicks the back of his of mr clark's seat he does not like mr clark <laughs> I think uh, your mom is sitting in shotgun and she just uh, quickly turns around and shoots you like uh, the mother, like disapproval look. Sorry. And then Miles folds his hands in his lap and shuts up for the rest of the drive. (laughs) (laughs) There are lots of different side roads in Piedmont and you could take every single one of them and uh, probably uh, you could try to find all of these side roads within Piedmont and you would probably never succeed. There's so many different ones that it's almost designed perfectly to hide this facility. So when you roll up on a new side road that's hidden behind several different layers of trees and brush and doesn't even look like a road once you pull onto it, uh, you are somewhat surprised to find veiled within the town of Piedmont, there is this site, this fairly large facility that none of you have ever seen before, aside from Miles, who knows this as his home. And 
as you pass through the edge perimeter brush uh, and trees that are around the facility, you hear something in the vehicle whine and begin to increase in volume before something snaps. And immediately your vehicle starts to skitter to a halt. Dr. Miller immediately gets out of the vehicle and again draws out her lance ready for the worst. And she sees, once she opens the hood, that the black eye core that you had seen in the center console of Ned's vehicle has now spread over the engine. And another arm begins to retract through what looks like just a pool of this material, this liquid. Uh, Mom, is everything good up there? Oh, it's fine, honey. It just destroyed the car. She tries to thrust the lance at it as it seeps back down into the liquid, but disappears before she's able to make contact with it. Ah, cool. And she's just, like, throwing a lightning lance into the, like, engine of the car. That's probably a good thing. (laughs) That we're all in behind the engine. (laughs) It wasn't shooting out lightning. She has much better control than the rest of you. Okay. Well, that's just a regular lance. Ooh. (laughs) Look at Mrs. Miller, her control. (laughs) (laughs) She then uh, begins to circle the van, uh, scoping out the wooded area surrounding the vehicle to see if 106 is about to get the drop on you all. Mr. Clark uh, grabs a uh, weapon, probably a a .9mm gum that he had in the center. No, he pulls out a 9mm that he had in the center console and uh, joins Dr. Miller in circling the vehicle looking for something. And as they are on the outside circling the vehicle, similarly to how a hand rose up in the center console of Ned's vehicle, in the center of the van, begins to rise up a head. Um, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out! Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Miles is going to climb over Ned to get out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) And then stop, go back and grab a skateboard, and then continue climbing out of the van. I think Ben's probably towards the back, so he would go throughout, through like the the door in the back. Yeah. None of you have to make any sort of act under pressure roll here to get out of the vehicle, but you all quickly file out as you would all turn around and most likely see. A man who is covered in the black icor that you had previously seen seeping up in various places, and he just has the most menacing grin on his face. The features you were able to see are matted with this liquid. Part of him has rotted away, part of him seems to be regenerating the rot that seeps across his body as he rises up. And from what you can tell, he does seem to be fairly old. He's gotten up in years, you could tell. Uh, He does have uh, the hair that you can see that is on his head is gray, though, again, matted with the black liquid. 
Um, and as you all move away from him, uh, Dr. Miller and uh, Mr. Clark are alerted to his presence in the vehicle. Um, and she shouts to all of you, run for the site, run for site 44. We'll hold him off. Just go. And she then strikes out the lightning lance at the being, and you see it strike true. Uh, it does a lot of damage, more damage than it would have done to Abel, you observe. But for those of you who take the time to look back and see, you can see that the damage that was dealt by it is quickly regenerated. And the shots that Mr. Clark has taken at the creature have also begun to regenerate as well. Mom, come with us. Come with us, Mom. You can't fight him. Mr. Clark, you can fight him. Stay there. <laughs> Real quick, uh, before Ned had started running, you see a, uh, a bright flash and hear a mechanical click as he, uh, he took a picture with flash <laughs> on his camera. Uh... Okay. Um, I think the old man, recognizing that a flash was taken in his direction, not even paying attention to the heavily damaging objects that have been sh pointed and struck at him, turns a crooked smile in your direction, Ned. I think Ben uh, grabs Ned by the arm and says, Not now, come on, let's go. All right, Ned gets pulled along. He seeps back into the ground where he had risen up from, or rather the bed of the vehicle, but the bed of the vehicle has now rotted away as well. You get the sense that you're safe for the moment, but whatever fleeting this moment may be, he can come after you whenever he pleases. Does uh, Ned's backpack always chirp when the this... SCP is around? Yes. So uh, if I don't say it, you can definitely assume that if there is a very obvious danger immediately there, that backpack be chirping. All right. <laughs> so we're, are we in the foundation now? Are, or like I think we're still no. running as far okay, as... Yeah, yeah you, we run. You started running, but he seeped back into the bottom of the car. Uh, I think Mr. Clark and Dr. Miller follow you and bring you up to the front of the building. Um, there's maybe one foundation guard who's managed to uh, start manning the border uh, station and has uh, gotten into the, uh, the the cube that's at the, the front fence there. Um, and once you reach the front fence, he's just like, doesn't look up from his paper after uh, realizing that this is just like a bunch of kids running up on the thing and Someone else will take care of it. But then he sees that Dr. Miller uh, is running up quickly behind you and uh, throws open the gate and you all go in. And you have now reached the Foundation Site 44.
All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. SCP-076, or ABLE, was written by Author Anonymous. SCP-662, or The Butler's Handbell, was written by user Rick Revelry. SCP-106, The Old Man, was written by Dr. Gears. Thank you for listening.